And good afternoon. You're listening to Ken Hodnell. This is the Ken Hodnell Show coming to you from our studios right here in exciting El Paso, Texas. Gateway to the Old West and the most haunted city in the country. Well, I've seen a lot of uh, discussion online about El Paso being haunted, this, that, and the other. I will point out that I started doing ghost tours in... um, what was it? 1998? And I did them for 20 years. And I wrote books. And some of the newcomers stole my books, took the stories that I researched, and became overnight experts. So, if you want the real story, go find my books. Uh, I write under Ken Hudnell. Today is October the 16th, 289th day of the year. 76 days remain to this year is over with. And let's see, holidays observances. National Feral Cat Day. We've got a few of those around here. World Food Day. Day at the Races. Dictionary Day. Global Cat Day, Heroes and Forefathers Day, National Bosses Day, National Department Store Day, National Eddie Day, National Elaine Day, National Heroes Day of Jamaica, National Liqueur Day. Now, liqueurs are basically alcoholic beverages with other flavors added in. So go try some. National Trade Day, National Veterans Barbecue Day, World Allergy Awareness Day, and World Spine Day. Well, as I say, this is October 16th. In 456 AD, Rysimer defeats Ephesus at uh, Piacenza and becomes master of the Western Roman Empire. Roman Empire had gotten so big that they divided it into two. The Western Roman Empire based in Rome and the Eastern Roman Empire based in uh, Constantinople which became known as Byzantium. 690 AD Emperor Wu Zetian sends to the throne of the Tang Dynasty and proclaims herself ruler of the Chinese Empire. 912 Abd ar Amman III becomes the 8th Emir of Cordoba. 955, King Otto I defeats a Slavic revolt, what's now Mecklenburg, for a Pomen in 1311. The Council of Vienna convenes for the first time. 1384, Jadwiga is crowned King of Poland, although she's a woman. 1590, Prince Gesualdo of Venosa murders his wife and her lover. Clip justifiable homicide. 1736, mathematician William Winston's predicted comet fails to strike the Earth. Well, you can't lose them all. 1780, American Revolutionary War. British led Royalton raids, the last Native American raid of New, on New England. 1780, also saw the Great Hurricane of 1780, finish after its sixth day. Killed between 20,000 and 24,000 residents of the Lesser Antilles. 1793, French Revolution. Queen Marie Antoinette is executed on this date. She apologized to the executioner for accidentally stepping on his foot. 1793, War of the First Coalition. French victory at the Battle of Wadignes forces Austria to raise the seas of Marburg. 1805, War of the Third Coalition. Napoleon surrounds the Austrian army at Ulm. 1813, the Sixth Coalition attacks Napoleon in the three-day Battle of Leipzig. 1817, Italian explorer and archaeologist Giovanni Belzoni uncovered the tomb of Seti I in the Valley of the Kings. Seti I was a very prominent pharaoh. 1817, Solomon Bolivar sentences Manuel Piard to death for challenging the 
I shall cast in Venezuela. Believe as I believe, or you going to die. 1834, much of the ancient structure of the Palace of Westminster in London burns to the ground on this date. 1836, the Great Trek. Africaner for Trekkas repulsa notably attacked by loser and livestock. 1841, Queen's University is founded in the province of Canada. 1843, William Rowan Hamilton invents quaternions, a three-dimensional system of complex numbers. 1846, William T.G. Morton ministers ether anesthesia during a surgical operation. 1847, the novel Jane Eyre is published in London. 1859, John Brown leads a raid on Harpers Ferry, Virginia. You know, it's interesting. Um, activists and, and uh, protesters and what have you that believe that they are right and everybody else is wrong have caused more death and destruction. 1869, the Court of Giant, one of the most famous American hoaxes, is discovered on this date. Also in 1869, on this date, at Girton College, Cambridge, is founded, becoming England's first residential college for women. 1875, Brigham Young University is founded in Provo, Utah. 1882, the Nickel Plate Railroad is open for business. It was the New York, Chicago, and St. Louis Railroad, operated in the mid-central United States, generally referred to as the Nickel Plate Railroad. It served parts of the states of New York, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, and Missouri. Its primary connections occurred in Buffalo, Chicago, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Indianapolis, St. Louis, and Toledo. 1905, the partition of Bengal in India takes place on this date. 1909, William Howard Taft and Porfirio Diaz hold the first summit between the U.S. and the Mexican president. Narrowly escape assassination. Porfirio Diaz was a, basically a dictator. He was president for life of Mexico. 1916, Margaret Sanger opens the first family planning clinic in the United States. 1919, Adolf Hitler delivers his first public address at a meeting of the German Workers' Party, which eventually morphed into the National Socialist Party, or the Nazis as they've come to be known. 1939, World War II, uh, I'm sorry, 1934, well, 1923, Walt Disney's brother Roy found the Disney Brothers cartoon studio, today known as the Walt Disney Company, which unfortunately for everybody concerned, took a hard turn to the left and has become woke. 1934, Chinese communists begin the long march to escape nationalist encirclement. Now, for those who are not familiar with the long march, it was a military retreat during the Chinese Civil War, undertaken by the Chinese Red Army in order to evade continuous pursuit by advancing nationalist forces. Several different Red Army forces took different routes from different Chinese Communist uh, Party strongholds being encircled by the Kuomintang. Um, which was a national uh, revolutionary army with their concurrent retreats taking place over more than a year. They traveled thousands of kilometers through western and central China in order to convene in the new communist base of operations in Yan'an, located in the northwestern province of Shanghai. Well, the most famous, of course, was the First Red Army under Mao Zedong. And they eventually went on to dominate uh, China. 1939, World War II, number 603 Squadron of the RAF intercepts the first Luftwaffe raid on Britain. 1940, Holocaust in Poland. The Warsaw Ghetto is established. 1943, Holocaust in Italy, raid of the Ghetto of Rome. 1946, Nuremberg trials. Ten defendants are found guilty by the International Military Tribunal and executed by hanging. I think two committed suicide. Two additional committed suicide. 1947, the Philippines take over the administration of the Turtle Islands and the Mangsi Islands from the UK. 
1949, the Greek Communist Party announces a temporary ceasefire ending the Greek Civil War. 1951, the first Prime Minister of Pakistan, Lear Kwat Ali Khan, is assassinated in Lopendi. 1953, Cuban revolutionary Fidel Castro delivers his history will absolve me speech and is sentenced to 15 years imprisonment by the Fulgencio Batista government for leading an attack on the Moncada barracks. Well, history did absolve him. He wound up becoming, for all practical purposes, the dictator of Cuba for a good many years. 1962, Cuban Missile Crisis begins. President Kennedy's informed of photos taken on October 14th by U-2 showing nuclear missiles uh, in Cuba. The crisis will last for 13 days starting at this particular point. 1964, China detonates its first nuclear weapon. 1964, Leonid Brezhnev becomes leader of the Soviet Communist Party while Alexei Kosygin becomes the head of government. 1968, Tommy Smith and John Carlos ejected from the U.S. Olympic team for participating in the Olympics Black Power Salute. I mean, people risk everything to to try to... I mean, look at Colin Kaepernick. Had a good career going, took a knee, lost it all. You know, the mainstream America wants to come to the Olympics to be entertained. They don't want to listen to your political slogans. 1968, Kingston, Jamaica is rocked by the Rodney riots, inspired by the barring of Walter Rodney from the country. Uh, the riots were sparked by the Jamaican government of Hugh Shearer banning Guyanese University lecturer Dr. Walter Rodney from returning to his teaching position at the University of the West Indies. Rodney was a historian of Africa had been active in the Black Power movement and had been sharply critical of his, the middle class in many Caribbean countries. He was an avowed socialist who worked with the poor of Jamaica in an attempt to raise their political and cultural consciousness. Well, he left them for Montreal, Canada to attend the Black Writers Conference in October 1968, and the government took the opportunity to ban him from coming back, citing, among other things, his trip to Cuba and Russia's justification, and that ban still remains in place to this day, though I doubt it would um, be enforced. Also in 1968, Yasunari Kawabata becomes the first Japanese person to be awarded a Nobel Prize in Literature. 1970, Canadian Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau invokes the War Measures Act during the October crisis. Now, the War Measures Act was a statute of the Parliament of Canada that provided for the declaration of war, invasion, or insurrection and the types of emergency uh, measures that would, could be taken. Actors brought into force three times in Canadian history during the First World War, the Second World War, and the 1970 October Crisis. Now, there was a lot of folks who questioned the Act for the suspension of civil liberties and personal freedoms, including... Uh, one for Ukrainians and other Europeans during Canada's first national internment operations in 1914-1920, and the Second World War's Japanese-Canadian internment in the October Crisis. It was repealed in 1988 and replaced by the Emergencies Act. Now, the October Crisis, for those that are not familiar with it, was a chain of political events that started in October 1970 when members of the Front for the Liberation of Quebec kidnapped the Provincial Labor Minister Pierre Laporte and British diplomat James Cross from his Montreal residence. Um, as a result, Prime Minister Trudeau invoked the War Measures Act for the first time in Canada history during peacetime. It's kind of like our Patriot Act, I, I would suspect. 1973, Henry Kissinger and Le Duc are awarded a Nobel Peace Prize. They got more people killed than they knew what to do with, but they got the Peace Prize. 1975, Indonesian troops killed the Balibo Five, a group of Australian journalists in Portuguese Timor. Also in 1975, three-year-old Rahim Banu from Bangladesh is the last known case of naturally occurring smallpox. Allegedly, it has been eradicated, but allegedly. 
Also in 75, the Australian coalition sparks a constitutional crisis when they vote to defer funding for the government's annual budget. And certainly that would cause a problem because all those people can't get paid. In 1978, Colonel Carl was elected to the papacy as Pope John Paul II, the first non-Italian pontiff since 1523. 1984, Desmond Tutu is awarded a Nobel Peace Prize. Kind of like the one that President Obama got. He achieved it for breathing. 1991, George Hennard runs amok in Colleen, Texas, kills 23 and wounds 20. 1995, the Million Man March takes place in Washington, D.C. Only about 837,000 attend, so they didn't reach their, their goal. But still, the uh, Million Man March was a large gathering of African-American men in Washington on October 16, 1995. Louis Farrakhan instigated it. It was held on and around the National Mall, the National African-American Leadership Summit, a group of civil rights activists in the Nation of Islam worked with scores of civil rights organizations to um, basically get folks to look at what they had to say. And the problem is... So many people, especially college age, think being an activist is romantic. People remember your name for hundreds of years. They won't remember your name when you need bail money. 1995, the Sky Bridge in Scotland is opened. 1996, 84 football fans die and 180 are injured in a massive crush at a match in Guatemala City. Uh, 1998, former Chilean dictator Augusto Pinochet is arrested in London on a murder extradition warrant. That's what they're trying, uh, Iran is trying to do to President Trump. 20, 2002, the Biblioteca Alexandrian. Uh, opens in Egypt, commemorating the ancient library of Alexandria. 2013, Lao Airlines Flight 301 crashes on approach to Paxi International Airport in Laos, killing 49 people. And in 2017, Storm Ophelia strikes the UK and Ireland, causing major damage and power loss. Well, I was there in 89-90 when uh, one of the rare hurricanes hit. Um, knocked out the power, even the backup power at the hotel. You heard click as all the doors opened. That could have been a major disaster. Well, let's see. You know, there's been... And I've done many stories about uh, missing persons. I'm not talking about you know, somebody who ran off with their boyfriend. Or, I'm talking about absolutely baffling mysteries. For example, Tara Calico lived in Valencia County, New Mexico, not too far from where I'm at. September 20th, 1988, went for a daily bike ride. And vanished. This 19-year-old was never seen by her loved ones again, but her mother believes she did see a Polaroid picture the next year. In that picture, she's laying in the back of a van, tied up and gagged. And of course, the powers that be um, discounted it, even though it, to her own family, it looked like that was her. Well, she told her mother when she left for that last bicycle ride, the mother better come find her if she didn't get home by noon because she had a tennis date with her boyfriend at 1230. Well, noon came and went, and the mother drove up and down her usual bike route to look for her. Didn't find a sign. So she called the police, and subsequent search revealed very few clues. A piece of her Walkman and cassette tape were found along her route, but police were convinced they'd been broken by Tara on purpose in order to, to lead the police to her. 
But her missing persons case went cold for the next nine months. You know, the what fascinates me is how police will get a preconceived notion in their head and then judge of the evidence in regard to that preconceived notion. It's um, fascinating. Well, on June 15, 1989, authorities found a Polaroid photograph in the convenience store parking lot 1,500 miles away from where she disappeared. And it showed a teenage girl who very closely resembles Calico and a young boy lying on sheets and a pillow tied up with duct tape over their mouths. Well, her mother was positive it was her daughter. The girl in the photograph had the same scar on her thighs Tara Calico did. But of course, the, the Keystone cops, we call the FBI, was skeptical. Even though experts at Scotland Yard agreed with the mother, it was her daughter. Well, the, the mysterious disappearance took another baffling turn when the family of the young boy in the photo, the Henley family, came forward. They said uh, Michael Henley's remains had been found in the Zuni Mountains in 1990. According to their explanation, he had wandered away from his family's campsite and died of hypothermia. So that couldn't be him in the photograph. According to Sheriff Rene Rivera of Valencia County, he came up with a very rational explanation for this missing person case in 2008. He said he'd gotten information that she was killed in a car accident while riding her bike. Um, a teenage boy actually hit her and ran over her and disposed of the body because he was afraid of getting in trouble. Well, she's never been seen since, but that photograph shows that somebody uh, knew where she was. Well, let's back up, see if we can... Got some other unsolved mysteries here. Uh, the, uh, you know, it's also interesting. With all the technology at our disposal, there's 600 plus missing in, as a result of the uh, Vietnam War. Now, granted, in a jungle, it's damn hard to find somebody. I know, I've been there. But at the same time, um, you know, in the military, there are two different categories. There's KIA, killed in action. Unusually, you've got a body to go with the person. An MIA or missing in action. Now they could be POWs. They could have died in a jungle and their body's not been found. They could have been killed and kidnapped by Sasquatch. But the point is you know, one of the lingering and troubling aftermaths of any war general fate of Many of those listed as missing in action. Now, they were killed on the battlefield. Nobody saw it or died as prisoners. And the other side didn't want to admit it or had some other type of misfortune. What they all have in common is they've disappeared and their bodies haven't been found. And as long as there's no body found, there's always the hope they're going to come wandering in. According to the Executive Director of the National League of Families of American Prisoners and Missing in Southeast Asia. Yes, it's a legitimate organization. When somebody's killed, there's finality. 
When somebody's missing, there's always uncertainty. And it's hard to know when to give up hope and when to begin grieving or even where to search for the missing person. Now, there are 2,583 people listed as missing in action in Vietnam, Laos, and Cambodia at the war's end. And, of course, the political situation at the time being what it was, as soon as we got the troops home, the hell with the folks missing. The um, fascinating thing about um, missing an action is you really, it's just like a, a detective trying to solve a mystery. You don't have very many clues. For example, 1961, January 13th, Charles Duffy, a civilian, vanished in uh, Laos, in Vientiane. He was with the U.S. mission in Vientiane, Kachibapatet, Laos, while hunting north of Vientiane. Believed to have died in captivity in 1962. Of course, we don't know. He could have met somebody and started a new life. He could have been sold into slavery. I mean, there's no end to the list of what could have happened. How about March 23, 1961? Alphonse Bankowski, staff sergeant with the Air Force um, in Laos. He was a passenger on an SC-47 shot down by Patet Lao on an intelligence-gathering flight. Only one passenger was captured by the Patet Lao and returned following the international agreement on the neutrality of Laos. The remains of four of the seven missing passengers were recovered in 1991, but Bankowski's remains um, have never been found. The assumption is he was killed in the crash. March 23, 1961, Edgar Woodcock, warrant officer with the Army, Army Attaché Office in the American Embassy in Laos. He was um, another of the passengers on uh, that SC-47 shot down by the Patet Lao while on an intelligence-gathering flight. Now, quite often, uh, for combat pay, if nothing else, People would, um, who had no business being there, would insert themselves into the crews of uh, intelligence flights. Also, on March 23rd, Oscar Weston, first lieutenant with the Air Force, also a passenger on that SC 47. Both of these men, um, actually, all three of these men, um, were presumed to be killed in action. And with their presumed to be killed in action, rarely was any search undertaken. April 22, 1961, Gerald Bieber, a sergeant with the Army. He was with B Company, 7th Special Forces Group. Took, played in op took part in Operation White Star. Also known... Uh, yeah. Well, what happened? Operation White Star, also known as Operation Hotfoot, originally known as Operation Ambidextrous, was a secret military training mission from the U.S. in support of the Kingdom of Laos. And it ran from January 22, 1959 through April 19, 1961. They would work in civilian clothing in conjunction with a French military mission. They were there to train the Royal Lao Army. Now, in March of 1945, in the last days of World War II, the Japanese occupiers of the Kingdom of Laos forced Lao independence from France. But as soon as the shooting stopped, the French reasserted themselves in French Indochina. 
and uh, Bieber was a training advisor to the Laurel Lyle Army. Presumed killed in a Patet Lyle ambush. Now the Patet Lyle was Lyle's version of the Viet Cong. It's presumed to be killed in action, but a body was never found. April 22nd, John Bischoff, Sergeant First Class, also with Company B, 7th Special Forces Group, also involved in Operation White Star, also a training advisor to the Lyle Army, uh, presumed to be killed in action. Don't you hate that word, presumed? April 22nd, Walter Moon, Captain with B Company, 7th Special Forces, um, now, he was also in Operation White Star. He was a training advisor as well to the Royal Lao Army, captured in the Patet Lao ambush and executed July 22, 1961. But his remains were never recovered. So all they have is his, or the Patet Lao's word that they executed him. And they're not going to admit to a murder. 1962, May 30th, Daniel Gerber, a civilian in South Vietnam, one of three Christian missionaries abducted by the Viet Cong from the Van Mee Tout Leprosarium. See, that's a, uh, it's believed he is still being held prisoner. And that's, that's something else. You've got people who have all the best reasons in the world, go to places they have no business going, forcing people to risk their lives to recover them, and more often than not, come to a bad end. Also on May 30th, Archie Mitchell, also one of three Christian missionaries abducted by the Viet Cong. And uh, May 30th, Eleanor Viette, the last of the three Christian missionaries abducted by the Viet Cong. She was a physician and a missionary. Worked at the leper colony where she was taken as prisoner of war May 30, 1962. She is, believe it or not, the only American woman unaccounted for from the Vietnam War. Born in 1927, so she'd be right at 100 right now. Or approaching it. Um, let's see... July 14th, Alan Bluelip, civilian. He uh, worked for Bird and Sons, Carnair Twin uh, Navion aircraft, uh, tail number N229, vanished from on a flight from Vientiane to Paxane. It's presumed that he died in a crash. But again, there's no evidence. July 14th, Raymond Parks was a staff sergeant in the Army with the 7th Special Forces Group. He also took part in Operation White Star. He disappeared in Laos. He was also involved in that uh, Bird and Son Carnair Twin Avion aircraft, tail number N229, in the vanished flight. There's a presumptive finding of death, but again, absolutely no evidence whatsoever. August 28th, Robert Simpson, Captain in the Air Force with the 6th Fighter Squadron. Killed when his North American T-28 Trojan was hit by ground fire while on a cross-air support mission. Now, it's presumed he was killed in action, even though there was no sign of a body. And I don't care how badly the crash is, there's going to be some remains. October 6th, Thomas Anderson, a corporal in the Marine Corps. Um, it was in a Marine Medium Tilt Rotor Squadron 163. That's a Marine Corps Helicopter Squadron. The uh, squadron was known as Evil Eyes, based in Marine Corps Air Station Myanmar in California. Disappeared in South Vietnam. He was a crew chief on a UH-34D, which crashed due to mechanical failure. It's assumed, once again, he was killed in action.
But with all the unrest in the world right now, we need to believe what we can see and touch. Um, the hostages that were taken by Hamas. They say they've executed some. and not been any proof. And with the way you can use software to make videos, sing, dance, and tell jokes, I wouldn't put a whole lot of faith in the videos that are being shown. 1963, September 5th, Eugene Debron, civilian, worked with Air America. That's the CIA's uh, air arm. Disappeared in Laos. His C-46 aircraft was hit by ground fire and crashed. Now, the crew parachuted to safety and were captured by the Patet Lao. Escaped Patet Lao prison camp with uh, Dieter Dingler, Dwayne Martin, and others on June 29, 1966. That was the last date he was seen alive. No sign of a body. The assumption is he's dead. November 24th, Howard Cody, captain in the Air Force, South Vietnam. Had a, was in a B-26, hit by ground fire and crashed. Bodies of two other crewmen were recovered, but his body wasn't recovered. Not a sign of it. So the assumption is he was killed in action. That gives closure to the family and allows the widow to draw on his military benefits. October 29th, Humbert Fasashi, captain with detachment A-23 of the 5th Special Forces Group, vanished in South Vietnam. Catched by Viet Cong while leading a CIDG patrol on uh, September 28, 1965, Liberation Radio announced the execution of Versace and um, Master Sergeant Kenneth Wara back on um, September 26th in retaliation for the death of three Viet Cong in uh, Da Nang. So the assumption is, based on what something somebody said, is he's dead, but his remains were never found. November 24th, Kenneth Rohrbach, Master Sergeant in the Army, also with Detachment A-21 of the Special, Fifth Special Forces Group. He's the other one that was announced in that um, Liberation Radio that he had uh, been executed. December 6th, Richard D. Hill, Airman First Class in the Air Force. He was with the 21st Armament and Electronics Maintenance Squadron. He was a crewman of an RB-26L, shot down on a photo recon mission. Bodies of trailer crewmen were recovered, but his wasn't. Not a sign of him. Uh, December 6th, Thomas Gorton, a captain in the Air Force. Vanished in South Vietnam. Navigator of RB-26L shot down on a photo recon mission. Bodies of two of the crewmen were recovered, but his wasn't. The assumption is killed in action. Keep in mind that designation killed in action but body not recovered is primarily to allow the family closure and to allow access to the veterans' benefits that would be available to the family. Marshal Langhell, December 12th, Sergeant Air Army, 611th Transportation Company, Flight engineer on board a CH-37B on a mission to recover a downed aircraft. The crew was attempting to sling load the downed aircraft when the CH-37 was shot down, crashed, and burned. Body wasn't recovered. No sign of his any remains. 1964, January 14th, Vincent Hickman, captain in the Air Force, 1st Air Commando Squadron, disappeared in South Vietnam. He was an navigator on a B-26B. Shot down while conducting an airstrike. Presumed killed in action. Body not recovered. Also January 14th, Carl Mitchell, major in the Air Force, uh, South Vietnam. He was the pilot of B-26B. Shot down while conducting the airstrike. Presumed killed in action. No evidence. January 18th, Bradford Matayor. First Lieutenant in the Air Force. He was with the UTT Helicopter Company, the 145th Aviation Battalion. 
pilot of a UH-1 big gunship hit by ground fire and ditched at sea. Three other crewmen were recovered. I was presumed he was killed in action. His body wasn't recovered. Also January 18th, John Straley, private first class in the Army, um, he was a crewman on a UH-1B gunship hit by ground fire and ditched at sea. Three other crewmen were recovered, but he wasn't. March 26, Richard Whitesides, captain in the Air Force, 19th Tactical Air Support Squadron, pilot of an L-19 shot down near Quang Tree Special Forces Camp. The passenger, Captain uh, Floyd James Thompson, was captured. Now, it was presumed he was killed in action. Body wasn't recovered until October 21, 2014, when his remains were identified. June 19th, Thomas Ledbetter, Captain in the Army, with Detachment A-133 with the 5th Special Forces Group, ambushed while leading a Montagnard patrol, last seen wounded, presumed killed in action, body not recovered. I know several folks who um, everyone thought was dead in South Vietnam eventually either turned up or sent messages. June 19th, James Taylor, corporal in the Army, uh, ambushed while leading a mountain yard patrol. Mountain yards were mountaineers and um, or natives who lived in the mountains in Vietnam. Um, a lot of them worked with U.S. forces during the Vietnam War. They hated the Viet Cong with a passion. October 2nd, Kenneth Walker, captain in the Air Force. His uh, A-1E crashed while conducting a napalm attack at the mouth of the Mekong River. Body wasn't recovered, no sign of any remains, but it's presumed he was killed in action. October 24th, Lawrence Woods, staff sergeant in the Army, is with headquarters company, 5th Special Forces. He was a passenger on a Fairchild C-123 provider shot down on an air-only supply mission near the South Vietnam-Cambodia uh, border. No parachutes were seen to leave the plane as it crashed. Remains of the other seven passengers and crew were recovered. Um, he was listed uh, as presumed killed in action. September 27, 2013, his remains were finally identified. And you have to be aware that in the jungle, it is so thick, somebody can be standing three feet from you and you can't see them. So I'm not surprised that it took decades for his remains to be identified. Number six, Daniel Dawson, first lieutenant in the Army, with the 145th Aviation Battalion. He was the pilot of an O-1F aircraft flying a visual recon mission with a South Vietnamese observer. After it took off, the aircraft literally vanished. Presumed killed in action. Body. Neither the body nor any remains are ever recovered. Darrell R. Bloom, November 13th, Captain in the Marine Corps. His RF-8A collided with another aircraft and crashed into the sea. It's presumed he was killed in action. No remains ever found. November 21st, David Nipper, Lance Corporal with the Marine Corps, with the 3rd Recon Battalion, passenger on a UH-34D that crashed into the sea. Presumed killed in action. Remains never found. December 11th, Leonard Tadios, Sergeant in the Army, um, with MACV, which was uh, Special Operations, an advisor to the Army of the Republic of Vietnam, captured and died of disease and malnutrition. At least that's the report that he died in captivity. Of course, no remains were ever produced. December 22nd, Joe Parks, Sergeant First Class in the Army, also with MACV, 
an advisor to the Army of the Republic of Vietnam, captured in an ambush near Quan Hung and died in 1967 of disease and malnutrition, according to the report. But that may not be true. December 29th, Harold Bennett, Corporal, MACV Advisory Team 95, advisor to an Arvin unit, that's Army Republic of Vietnam, captured in an ambush and reported executed June 1965 in retaliation for the execution of a Viet Cong. Presumed died in captivity, but no remains were ever produced. December 31st, Donald Cook, Captain of the Marine Corps, advisor to the 4th Battalion of the South Vietnamese Marines, captured and reported to have died from malaria December 8, 1967, but again, no proof. December 31st, Edward Dodge, a Sergeant First Class, Detachment C-1, 5th Special Forces, Passenger on an O1F bird dog that crashed near Da Nang, presumed to have died in the crash. Again, no evidence. December 31st, Kurt McDonald, captain in the Air Force. He was with the 336th Tactical Fighter Squadron on temporary duty to the 2nd Air Division. Pilot of an O1F bird dog that crashed near Da Nang, presumed that he died. Let's go to 1965, February 9th, James McLean, Spec, spec 4, also with MACV, captured in Viet Cong, overran the Duc Phong Regional Forces Camp, last seen alive in 1966. It's presumed he was died in enemy hands, but again, they never produced any evidence. February 24th, Dwight Frakes. Chief radio man in the Navy. Radio operator on an A-3B aircraft that crashed into the sea after takeoff in the USS Coral Sea. Body not recovered, no remains ever spotted. Presumed killed in action. March 15th, Charles Clydesdale. Lieutenant J.G. in the Navy. On board the USS Ranger. His A-1H suffered engine failure while returning from a ground attack mission and ditched at sea, but... Witnesses said he didn't get out of the aircraft. Presumed killed in action. No evidence ever produced. March 29th, Keith Hume, Lieutenant Commander in the Navy with the USS Coral Sea. His F-8D was hit by ground fire and crashed into the sea. No ejection seat or parachute was ever seen. So it was presumed he died in the crash. No remains ever found. March 31st, Gerald McKinley, Lieutenant Junior Grade with the Navy, USS Hancock. His A-1 aircraft was hit by anti-aircraft fire and crashed during an attack on a radar station at Venn. Body not recovered, presumed killed in the crash. April 3rd, George Smith, 1st Lieutenant in the Air Force. Part of Operation Rolling Thunder. His F-100D was shot down while suppressing an aircraft fire during an attack on the Tanho Bridge. Presumed he died in the crash. April 4th, Walter Drager, captain with the Air Force, also in Operation Rolling Thunder. Uh, his A-1H was es escorting search and rescue helicopters shot down and seen to crash in flames, but no parachute was observed during an attack on the Tanho Bridge. It was presumed... He died in the crash. Again, no remains ever found. April 4th, James Magnuson, captain in the Air Force, also in Operation Rolling Thunder. Uh, his uh, F-105D was damaged by a MiG-17 piloted by Lamin Juan during an attack on the Tanho Bridge. Flew out to sea and vanished. Assumption is... He crashed and died. April 9th, Ronald Fegan, Ensign, USS Ranger. Um, radar intercept officer of an F-4B, apparently shot down by Chinese MiG-17 fighters. Presumption killed in action. No remains ever found. April 9th, Terrence Murphy, Lieutenant J.G., with the USS Ranger. The pilot of the F-4B, 
shot down by MiG-17 fighters. But the report says apparently that's the assumption to justify not conducting a thorough search. I mean, when we had people disappear in South America, we looked under every bush. But then we weren't being shot at much. Okay. Um, April 17th, Samuel Woodward, Captain, Air Force, Operation Rolling Thunder. His F-105D failed to pull up after a bombing run, hit the ground, and exploded. Presumed killed in action. No remains ever found. April 29th, Charles Shelton, Captain, Air Force. His RF-101C caught fire during a photo run, and he ejected, made contact with the rescue forces. His recovery was delayed to May 2nd due to bad weather, by which time he'd been captured by the Patent Lao, last reported alive in 1968. But that doesn't necessarily mean that he died in captivity. It's presumed that he died in captivity. May 8th, James LaHaye, commander in the Navy, USS Midway, Operation Rolling Thunder. His F-8D was damaged by an aircraft fire and crashed into the sea. No ejection or parachute was observed, so it was presumed he died. May 9th, Robert Westron, captain in the Air Force, 561st Tactical Fighter Squadron. He was part of Operation Steel Tiger. Disappeared in Laos. His F-105D crashed. No ejection or parachute observed, so the presumption is he died. May 18th, David Adika, Captain, Air Force. 563rd Tactical Fighter Squadron, Operation Steel Tiger. He ejected from his F-105D and was captured by the Patet Lao. Photograph was featured in Quan Doi Dan Dan and Pravda in 1966. Last reported alive in 1968. Presumption is he died in captivity. Well, on that note, we come to the end of the day show. We'll be talking about more bizarre topics when we come back tomorrow. Until then, this is Ken Hudnall for the Ken Hudnall Show saying have a truly great evening.